Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, uh, good to get a win. Um... Really appreciate the crowd and their support. Uh, I thought the guys did a great job. Um, just, um, you know, what courage it took for them to go out there today and the way that they handled it. Uh, just very impressed, impressed by them and our team, uh, including all the staff. Uh, back and forth game. Give credit to the Patriots. They, they had a good plan and did some really good things. And at the end of the day, we were able to get, come out with the win. And, uh, really, really excited to watch Naheem with that opening kickoff for a touchdown. Um, happy for him and, and well executed there. So, um, the time's yours. You mentioned going into the game how emotional you know this was going to be. Play to play for you personally, what was that experience like, and how overwhelming was it at times? Yeah, I mean, it's it was um, you know like I said, going into the game, a lot of unknowns, just not sure how the players are going to handle it. Um, I feel like I had a pretty good control on how I was going to handle it, but, you know, you never know. Um, again, just because it was a new situation for us and we were all thinking of DeMar and his family. Um, you know, it ha then we come out with the first the first play there, and it's kind of surreal watching Naheem, um, you know, score. And, and then I was more concerned, I guess it's just coach speak, right, but more concerned about the next play and, and the ensuing three quarters and how that was going to um, – you know, be handled there. So, um, but again, our guys came in at halftime, made the adjustments they needed to make, and, and then uh, and then we went went out. The organization came up with the term "one Buffalo." Do you think that the way that the community and the team has rallied together this season, you think that's exactly what they had in mind when they came up with that term? <laughs> I don't know. I th I think that um, that came up without without my uh, without my help. So, but I do th I do believe that 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 is uh, unique in this. Uh, with this team and and um, in this city, right? In terms of one Buffalo and the the synchronization, if you will, of the of the, uh, of the team, uh, as well as the Sabers uh, and the other professional sports teams that we have here and, and the fans, uh, it's very unique that way. Josh, 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 Josh,
What was going through your mind? Yeah, I, I, um, to be honest with you, you know, you, as a coach, I guess, as a head coach, you think about the coin toss and what you're going to do and all that stuff in the days leading up to the game. And then, and then obviously, they won the coin toss. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, I thought before in the days leading up to the game, wouldn't it be special if we could take that opening kickoff? Um, and then when it happened, I was just like, I wasn't, uh, respectfully, I wasn't surprised. I, just by the way the week's gone, um, and then for that to happen, it was like, kind of like, you know, to God be the glory, number one, and then just like, what else, right? What else? But, and not, honestly, also not surprised by our guys with that. I mean, it's like, it's like that, that was, they were set on doing that. You know, so um, just a good moment for everyone. So, so Coach, how, many, Josh, how many seeds do you think was planted today, and did you feel the guy above's presence today? The guy above me and God? <laughs> yeah, yes, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mentioned that the other day, and, um, um, you know, that's why I'm here, and uh, I, I believe that. I believe things happen for a reason. Um, like I said the other day, I'm a man of faith, and... Um, uh, just fun to watch and be a, around a good group of people that um, work so hard um, towards a common goal and and they care so much in this case about Demar um, and all their teammates. So it's yeah, like I said, um, you know, God is so good and I believe uh, obviously an unfortunate situation, but God um, has shown Himself through this situation in so many ways. Coach, just in the last year. This community has gone through a racist mass shooting just days ago. There was this horrible blizzard. Turned out to be very deadly. Right. Talked with fans here who say they turn to the Bills to lift them up when times are tough. Yeah. This past week, was it the other way around? Was it the community lifting you guys up? Yeah, I mean, um, like I talked about that being in sync with your fan base and the fan base being in sync with with your team. I think that's real here in, in Buffalo and. Um, we lift each other up. That's what we do, um, and uh, we need them like they need us, and, and we feel strongly about that. And I think when the players feel that is when, really when it goes to another level. That that in, that intimate connection with from the fans to the players, and the players to the fans. Um, uh, again, I think that's that's when it gets to a special level, and, and our players have that, and our fans have that. And I mean to come out there today. Um, I think it's Zach Brown who's got that song, Family Table. And, um, you know, being at home, um, being at home today was like we were coming together as a family um, in that stadium. Um, and they supported us, and, and hopefully we gave them a couple things to cheer about also. Could a win, even a Super Bowl win, top this? Uh, right now, honestly, I appreciate where you're going with that, but um, focused on one game at a time right now. DeMar was on the phone with you guys post game, broke yeah. down the, the team huddle. What yeah. was that like? Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, the, the power of technology anymore that you can, um, you know, FaceTime a guy and he can, they can see him they, and he can see us. And um, for him to break down the team, I thought was pretty cool also. And, um, you know, we can't wait to see him. John, John, how did you, um, when did you guys know for sure that DeMar was going to be able to watch the game today? Well, I'll just speak for myself, Catherine. I knew um, 
I texted with him last night, and he texted me this morning and said he would be watching and, and locked into it. So um, for me, um, that was confirmation, my first confirmation. But uh, I guess I kind of, um, just based on his progress, I kind of figured he'd be, um, he'd be able to watch it. Sean, how did you think that Dean did stepping into the lineup under those circumstances? Yeah, um, I thought he did some really good things. You know, his rapport uh, with Jordan back there uh, looked like they were working pretty well in tandem and communicating and everything. So, um, you know, just overall, big picture-wise, I thought he did some really good things out there. It, it looked like on TV that uh, John Brown gave the ball he covered to Denny. Did, did you see that or hear about it after? I heard about it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, but, I, again, you talk about the, the people quotient. And we've got good people, and, and our players are, are um, guys that do things the right way. And for that to be on John's mind, I mean, I don't know John's numbers uh, over the last year and a half, just overall in terms of what passes he's caught, what touchdowns he's caught. Um, but for him to make that play, number one, I mean, this is a guy that hasn't played in a number of weeks. And uh, that, was, that was a difficult, difficult play to make, and he made it. And, and then to have the wherewithal to – go to the sideline 15 seconds later and, and hand the ball to the trainer, I think, uh, says a lot about who he is. Sean, you said you were thinking about him the week leading up. If you had won the toss, what would you have done? Deferred or take him <laughs> uh, We were going to defer. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, I probably shouldn't say that to you guys. <laughs> Sean, uh, any thoughts before the week of – I know it's a playoff week, so it's tough. Yeah. Any thoughts of maybe getting back down to Cincinnati and seeing what the Barnabas did? Um, you know, from um, – I'm letting everyone else let me know on that, and um, we'll do the right thing. Um, I th and I think we'll know uh, in the next uh, couple of days here what that is, and that's really the important thing for us is to, to do the next right thing, and uh, whatever that is for DeMar, um, that's what we'll do. Sean, Trinidius uh, told us that DeMar texted them last night at 2.30 in the morning and said he was sorry for putting you guys through. What does that say about the guy that's in the hospital bed who's apologizing to his teammates and to the rest of us. Yeah. Um, not surprising. Um, emotional to hear that. Um, but not surprising because of who DeMar is and how unselfish he is and, and what a great person he is. I mean, you guys see the pictures of DeMar, and he's got such a special smile and kind of that um, – that twinkle in his eye when he looks and he smiles and he just brightens up an entire room. So he's just a special person, and so that doesn't surprise me that he would think of others before thinking of himself in that way. And then with Trey himself, very emotional. I don't know if you saw his comments yet. Fought through it this week. You know, he said he can't wait to just hug him. Yeah. What's it been like? Just you know, he's a leader of your team. Just seeing him going through this this week. Yeah. Um, that that again, all these traumatic events are are somewhat different, right? Because not. You know, very few are, are the same. Um, and I think for those guys, our players, being on the field when that unfolded um, was a unique situation. And so then not only moving forward to play a game, but also them being in the game, um, I think was an added dimension. And uh, and I should go back to the other, the other comment or question about DeMar. Like, DeMar should should in no way, shape, or form feel, feel bad or, or apologize for him putting his teammates through this. Um, I think we would all agree 
um, that God's hand is in this and has been in it from the first moment. And I think, and I should say this, when you watch how at times divided we can be as a country and a world, I, I think the thing we all recognized this week was when people can put um, love first and people first and come together, how powerful um, this, this country and this world can be for the good um, and the amount of love that they have, that people can have for one another. Um, and maybe it took a sporting event for that to happen, but I think that's a great example to all of us and, and we should continue with that moving forward. Shortly before the game, just minutes before kickoff, uh, which you would have deferred, uh, the, uh, DeMar tweeted out a photo uh, to everyone. I know the team has been able to see it, but are you aware that he, so I just, just to show you, so he put this photo out, so the world has been able to see this. You see him having the courage to share that. What goes through your mind? Man, you guys are really good, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> um, showing me pictures now. Um, yeah. So I see that's his mom, and I can't tell, is that his dad on the other side? Yeah. 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 Um, he's a, they're a special family. I mean, you know, I've gotten to know his parents now, obviously more than I did before, and what they've been through, his folks, in uh, the way that they handled it. And, and I, was, I was there, I know Brandon and Nate stayed as well, and then Tabani, I mentioned Tabani, he's still there. And, um, and so, I guess my time's up. Um, and so to watch parents, and I, and I have children myself, um, nobody wants to go through that. And to see how strong they were um, was impressive, um, extremely impressive. And they love their son. Um, so um, we support them as well. Coach, did you say anything? different players last night to get them to relax so they can sleep? Yeah, I just tried to keep it honestly. It's probably my shortest uh, night before um, talk with them was just, um, you know, have the proper focus that we need to have and, and just take it one play at a time and, and do your job. Nothing, nothing less, nothing more. I think the tendency possibly would have been to, I got to do this, I got to do that. And so I just wanted them to settle in and and just do their job knowing that that would be enough. I know you don't really like to use the word I that much. Um, you like to talk about the team because it's right. about that. But what do you learn about yourself as a leader, as a head coach, after this last week and after getting this win today? Hmm. Um, I, th I think more than anything, again, just sometimes there's no script for things. And you know, you prepare to be a head coach, and you've got to learning from Andy Reid, you've got a big notebook and, and that acts as your playbook at times, at least through the first maybe year or so. Um, but um, when you get to situations like this, um, I really believe that God was showing us the way. And I think that that, um, you know, minute to minute um, is the right way to go about it. So honestly, that's probably not the answer you're looking for, but that's how I honestly feel about it. Like. You know, you got to trust your gut and then ask God for the wisdom to to move this team and lead this team in the right direction. Coach, to see, you know, you were talking about the type of person that DeMar Hamlin is, right? To see kind of that curtain get peeled back and have the rest of the world see the type of person through a charitable work or, you know, whatever that may be, it's so easy for athletes to just be seen on a surface level and nothing further than that. 
What does that mean to you to be able to have the rest of the world see the type of person DeMar Hamlin is? Yeah. Um, I'm sure I speak for every coach out there that would want their the same thing in a you know obviously under good circumstances under better circumstances and situation for people to really see the true character of these athletes all of them um, because they are they're real people and they have real feelings and they have real lives behind them and and families so I think some of the as good as you guys are and some of the um, things that you put together to document some of the athletes' lives behind and off the off the competitive field and and out of the competitive arena is it helps with that and I think they they deserve that. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 